Hey everyone, hi. Is it your dream to be some? Hi everyone, it's Maria Recruit here from All Things Real Estate and it is Monday, Easter Monday, April the 5th, 2021. And we just got some news. I'm from Ontario, Canada. We just got some news that they are shutting down. Uh, might be a whole shutdown of the province again because of the rise of the numbers of COVID-19. So this we're going into our third wave. And myself, I run a short-term rental business. I have a bed and breakfast and cottage rental. And so the town has... Uh, told us that we can't be running our short-term rental now because of the outbreak and I do understand I can really understand that but I feel sorry for anyone who is making all their money and have waited all year for the short-term rental to get started again so that they can start their short-term rental business and make money uh, because many people are living off of the rent that they're making whether it's long-term rentals or short-term rentals and uh, it's um, it's a very difficult time for everyone so I really caution everyone or any and anyone who has to make decisions to wait sit and wait for the time to pass so let's say you are a real estate investor and you own a number of properties and perhaps one of your properties you're not able to evict the tenant or they're not paying you what you can do then is um, put the second house um, either put it on the market to sell or even better refinance your property or even better than that put a second mortgage pull out the money put it in the bank and then you can carry your business while we, we we ride this wave again of either you can't evict your tenant or it's taking too long to evict the tenant you may have lost your job in the meantime you don't you are you're in a negative cash flow situation then this is what you do this is why your house is a bank I look at my houses I've been in the real estate business for 21 years now and successfully living off of my assets now since 2008 so it's been a number of years that I've been earning my income entirely from my real estate so if anyone wants to talk to me more about it or get some advice please by all means get in touch with me you can find me on Facebook it's Maria Recruit or you can even just listen to my shows because I have it packed full of great advice from all the speakers that I have interviewed and these are longtime investors. So now we're going to be going into, we're going to be talking about boomer bust. So are we going in, are we in a boom situation now that's going to bust? Or are we in a situation that we should be taking advantage and just waiting and seeing what's going on? So myself, um, I don't certainly don't want to overpay for anything. Uh, I don't like to overpay for my real estate and I'm not going to go into a bidding war. So I'm just going to wait to see what happens and then I may decide to go ahead with purchasing. But I feel right now that the market is slowing down, which is a good thing. So I'm just going to get Navtash and Dok on the phone. We're going to be talking again about the boom and bust. Um, Navtaj has been on my show a number of times. I'm happy to have him on again. Um, and then we have Yarek from from Calgary who's going to be talking about what's going on in his neck of the woods and that's going to be at 7.30. So just wait. I'm just going to get Navtaj, my first guest on the line.
Hi, Naftash. Hello, how are you? Very well. And yourself? Excellent. <laughs> Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter <laughs> to you, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, we're waiting to hear what is going on and what you see happening. As you know, they're starting to shut down the province again. So I would like to know what you think and how this is going to affect the boom or bust of the uh, of the real estate market, Navtaj. Well, uh, here is the good news and bad news. They're going to come together. Okay, always does. The <laughs> pressure is on. On the the date is April nineteenth mm -hmm. this year. Okay. This is where we can have spring budget coming from the federal government, from okay. Trudeau's government. Oh yes, okay. So the banks are putting pressure on the federal government to come up with the policies to slow down the market, Canadian market. Mm -hmm. Now, why they want to slow down? Because everything has gone up across Canada. Average house price has gone up mm -hmm. approximately by 25% of appreciation in less than one year. Oh, crazy. <laughs> All, not only in bigger towns. I'm talking about every single town. We, we, we talk nationally, though. Mm -hmm. So having said that, the government is in a bit of a jam and they need to figure it out what to do. Mm -hmm. So they are going to do something and don't want to ruin the economy. Uh, this is a little political situation for liberal, liberals or minority. And they don't want to do something to upset a lot of voters because there could be a possibly election in September. Mm -hmm. And uh, Trudeau worked so hard and he wants to come back in the majority. Of course. So it's a sensitive issue. So they have several different options. Number first option would be to follow the same model what they have done in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Which is? Which is? The New Zealand has done one thing that if you want to buy the house in New Zealand, you must put 20% down payment. Mm -hmm. If you are an investor, you must put 40% down payment. Oh, 40%. Minimum 40% oh. and the bank will never ever going to in, uh, invest, I'm sorry, lend the money more than 60 cents on a dollar on investment properties. Oh, wow. So more or less just to keep, make sure that all the, all the people who are not eligible, who shouldn't be in the market, are not in the market. Okay. okay. Now, that's one option. But there are several other options on the table they have, and those options can be uh, not great for Canadian economy and what happened is this one they also don't want to rock the boat and slow down the market because Canada intend to make a lot of money with real estate because 14 percent of Canadians are working in the industry of real estate mm -hmm. and it can create a big huge problem yes. because we already have 1.2 million Canadians who are unemployed yes so having said that these are the some options number one thing is okay. I mentioned to you earlier that Canadians have saved over two hundred billion dollars wow. during this one year time. This is the record cash people have saved because during the pandemic, mm -hmm. people are not able to shop mm -hmm. or able to go enjoy or travel. So Canadians are flush with cash <laughs> a certain degree. And second thing, the frenzy of low interest rates, which they have never seen before mm -hmm. since, uh, you know, and this is stimulating the economy. An average house price in Canada 
have hit six hundred and seventy-eight thousand dollars. Yes, which is approximately twenty-five percent more than last year's February. Mm -hmm. So now, Crazy. okay. So what is the, what is on the table? On the table, they are saying, okay, what should we do? What can we do? What we should do? So the government has several different options, and these uh, options could be uh, as follows. Okay, so number one, reduce the uh, maximum debt service ratio, and if they do that, they can slow down the market by fifty percent. Wow. Second thing is create a new supply of, uh, of brand new houses, mm -hmm. which can also help the market. Hello. I think I think I lost. Um, just one moment, everyone. I'm just going to get uh, uh, Navtaj back on the line. I think the call was dropped, so let's just see what we can do here. You know, that's the internet sometimes, right? <laughs> can never tell with the internet. I'll just see if I can get Navtaj back on on the line. Hi, Naftaj. I think we Hi. have a call. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now fine. Just one moment. Let me just get sure. you back on the show. All right. Perfect. So okay. it's going to slow it down by 58%. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Let me just give you a breakdown. Sure. So I have made some points. I, have, I know that you're going to put me in a spot. Of course. So I'm ready for it. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yes. So uh, those listeners, if you are listening, I'll give you about 30 seconds of time if you can please grab a piece of paper and pen. Okay. Or if you're recording this radio show, that will be great. Yes, it is. Uh, is that, okay. Is the recording is available for them to listen oh, again? Oh, yeah, of course. Always. Beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Oh, excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to give you about 10 or 15 different points and what the government have. Uh, these are the policy makers. Mm -hmm. These, these policy makers have options. So I'm going to give you all the options. I'm not too sure, but since I have, I'm in very much in the loop to know what are the probabilities, mm -hmm. so I'm going to give you one by one for the benefit of our listeners because okay. they know that they are on the Mar Maria Circle show, one of the best show in Canada, the most informational, more fact-driven, without you. any sales pitch in it. Thank that's you. the best part of it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so Maria does what she does, and hey, that's Maria Marcoux, one, <laughs> one of my kind. All right, I'm very proud of her to know her. Thank you. Let's start with number one. Number one, re reduction in maximum debt service ratio. Mm -hmm. If they change that uh, debt ratio, hey, you cannot proceed with the uh, typical TDS and GDS ratio, they can make it very difficult. Okay. And right now, to qualify with 5% down and so on, that could reduce the load and push people that, hey, you don't qualify mm -hmm. and wait or until the new policy comes in. Okay. That could reduce the rate by about 50%. It's mm -hmm. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. yes. Second option is to give a leeway to the municipalities to make it easier for builders to build the houses much faster. Mm -hmm. Okay. All those files, because a typical uh, approval could be three to five years, and the charges, levies, and development charges are so high, mm -hmm. and everybody will know that they have to go to the red tape forever. 
they do yes <laughs> i see some properties uh, in in the town of niagara falls and niagara lake that haven't developed in years they're just sitting there probably waiting for rights i don't know what's going on but they're just sitting there a uh, half yeah. built half built quarter built whatever else you know um so, so you're right about that you're right yeah. about so that. next thing what government policy has which which could work very well so they're going to come after investors they're going to say investors you cannot borrow against your own equity. Mm -hmm. Put your own savings cash of 40% down every time you're going to buy a rental property. Oh my. my goodness. So what does that mean? They're going to push all the investors who are leveraging upon their own house, their line of credit, or HELOC, or so on. Mm -hmm. And by putting 40% down, they realize in case market goes down, these investors are safe. Mm -hmm. They are not going to get burned down. Right. And the next thing they also make it a raise, which could be which could be difficult, raise the credit score. Mm -hmm. Now you can borrow money at six eighty. They're gonna say no, you have to have seven twenty or seven fifty. So it's just I have to ask you something. Is this mandated by the government? At yes. what it is. So even your credit yes. score is mandated by the government. It's not mandated by the banks. It's mandated well, by same, the government. Well the banks take all the directions from Bank of Canada. Even for even as far as our credit bureau is concerned, yes. that's yes. crazy. But wait a second, well, I'm going to ask you one other question now, okay? Um, mm -hmm. Does that is that true for when you get a mortgage through a bank? Is that equally true when you do it privately? Probably no, not. No, privately. Right? Okay. Totally okay, got it. okay. Okay. Good. That makes sense now. Okay. Yeah, private okay. mortgage is more risky. Mm -hmm. the, the all the charter banks, all the rules are only applied to charter banks only. Mm -hmm. They do not apply to trust companies, they don't apply to mortgage investment corporations, private funds, trust companies, life insurance companies, and so on. What about credit Banks, unions? What about credit unions? Credit unions have a provincial legislation, not the federal. Okay, okay, good. Thank you, because we don't even know that, Navtaj, right? I mean, yeah. you're telling us information that most of us don't even know, so I really appreciate that. Right. Yeah. So, Next thing could be asking them, hey, you can borrow up to, you put 40% down, raising credit score, and then there's a little highly unlikely, but Bank uh, of Canada can do it, increase the rate by 1% mm -hmm. and can calm down the market for a couple of months for sure. Okay. Right now, five-year rate is gone above 2%. And variable mortgages you can get at less than 1%. Oh, my goodness. So they're, they're figuring it out. A lot of people are rushing into it because the interest rates are low. Uh -huh. People are saving all the money. They don't have to go to work. The, it costs less. People don't have even car insurance anymore. Uh -huh. They cannot dine out. They are not spending on entertainment. They are not traveling. And certain industries are dying. Other industries are making. And uh -huh. anybody who's, who is getting the check at home for 2000 a month, they are getting much better, more money, sitting at home doing nothing while they were working. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, Canadians have saved over $200 billion cash and they have nowhere to put. Mm -hmm. And they think real estate is the best because it's gone up by 25% and you cannot have that kind of return. And that's other option. Mm -hmm. Now, they're also going to look into if, if they increase the down payment minimum instead of 5%, if they can do it at 10%. Okay. So that will flush out a lot of first-time home buyers. And they also may going to ask you that, hey, 
if you are putting less than 25% down payment, you need to get insurance instead of 20%. You have to get what? Insurance? If you are only putting, if you are putting minimum 25%, if you're putting less than 25%, mm -hmm. you have to get a CMHC insurance instead of 20%. Oh, CMHC insurance. Yeah. Oh, they want to get their bid in there, do they? <laughs> yes. Okay. Right now, in Canada, if you're going to get a mortgage from a bank, it has to be insured by CMHC. Oh, okay. All right. The rate is right now, if you put less than 20%, they're thinking, why don't we make it to 25%? Mm -hmm. Of course. So this is also on the table. Yeah. Wow. And the next thing, they also want to figure it out. How about we have a new tax for the foreign buyers? We got about $42 billion came in directly from Hong Kong alone in last year, 2020. <laughs> so if we start taxing them extra 15% or 20% and uh, government can have more money mm -hmm. and the foreign buyers can be kind of you know, put on a place. And another one they were asking about that capital requirement to prove that you have the money, you are capable of carrying the property. Mm -hmm. Uh, what they introduced in, uh, in April 21st, 2017. Mm -hmm. And they also may gonna also introduce when you get a line of credit. At what rate can you get that line of credit? Line of credit become, can become more expensive though. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they're also looking at uh, unsecured down payment. And where are you getting the down payment from? It cannot be borrowed, it cannot be gift or something. They're more or less gonna say, hey, if you're a first time home buyer, please keep on saving. Don't buy this year, buy two or three years down the road. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of other things they may gonna introduce, they call uh, debt ratio, mm -hmm. which can be pretty rigid. It can be non, all those non conforming loans, you cannot exceed more than 35%, right now it's 42 to 44%. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they also going to introduce, these are all probabilities, okay? They are not going to do it all, but I'm giving you what options they have. What might happen. What might exactly. Happen. And that's what's on the table. So you're educated, um, because you've been in the market for so long. What do you think? What do you think they might do, Navtash? Well, they have to do something. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the people are crying, the banks are saying, playing foul, and this in case we lose, the Canadian government is responsible because these are, you are the policy makers. Yes, of course. And the opposition party is also opposing, hey, there's a lot more unemployment, a lot more people are homeless, mm -hmm. and what are you creating for the affordable housing program? Rich people are becoming more rich. Mm -hmm. Western family have gained about $10 billion in last year alone. Mm -hmm. Rich people are, are really becoming extremely rich. Okay, and uh, their portfolio or the growth is increasing tremendously. Well, you know, so, I, I have to ask you something, Navtash. I don't know if you have the statistics for this. F from all the home buyers, that this has just been a crazy market now. Okay, how many actually are first-time home buyers? How many I, are actually for? You know, do you have any statistics about that? Well, I uh, usually the Stat Canada or CBA Canadian Banking Association disclose it. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, they are three to six months behind. Oh, okay, okay. So for us to figure it out, the, the real reports have not been released to the best of my knowledge for even 2020. Mm -hmm. But there is a 
there is an issue with supply and demand. Since the vaccine is on, all those older people or seniors, they have been sitting on the on the on the sideline because they are not selling. They are not moving to senior citizen home. They are not moving into uh, assisted living or moving to Florida or doing one thing. So they are sitting at homes, okay. and that's a huge supply for us at the same time. Sure. And the second thing, because of COVID, everybody has to work from home. The demand for single-family detached houses have, have gone much, much higher. And people who are renting it, they're saying, oh, why should I be renting it? I'm paying $2,500 for one-bedroom apartment. Why can't I go in and buy a house for six dollars to $800,000? Mm -hmm. My payment is only fifteen to $1,600 a month. I'm better off buying a house. Absolutely. So the low interest rates are also creating a huge demand for those people who want to be uh, homeowners are doing everything in their own way to get into the housing market. Yeah. Uh, they're also considering that uh, forcing the 30-year amortization to qualify at 25 years period though. Like we have few banks who will qualify you for 30-year amortization, they can make and reduce that amortization to 20 or 25 years again, which will make it a little harder for people to qualify for a mortgage. And more expensive because you have to pay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I got many mortgages many years ago at 40, 40 years, I loved it, right? <laughs> I mean, that's how I was able to buy a lot of properties because the amortization was 40 years. And the interest yes. rate wasn't that high either, right? It certainly wasn't as low as it is now. There's no way. Right. But still, I mean, it makes it cheaper. I mean, it's more expensive interest-wise, but it's cheaper for you to get into the market to show some sort of a profit. So that's why I was happy about that. I didn't care how long it was. I didn't care how much I paid. I just needed to know every week how much do I have to pay. And then I look, how much money do I have to bring in? And if it, if it jived, perfect. <laughs> it was a deal made in heaven, you know? So yeah. that's, that's interesting. They would... So they would lower it again to maybe maybe 25 years you're thinking yes mm -hmm. okay now there are two or three things which are crazy which i doubt it are going to happen it'll be a suicidal on that party if the party just want to get out of the business if they can introduce the capital gain on your principal residence if yes. they do that yeah. canada can canadian government can have extra 10 billion dollar income every year but that party will never come back into the government again. But they know that it's a political suicide. They're not going to do that. But there is a small percentage. And that percentage could come from the pressure from other parties, whether NDP or PC or conservative or liberals, or even the Green Party jump in. Mm -hmm. And they say, hey, rich people should pay more taxes. Poors are, poor people are paying more taxes. People who work in Tim Horton, might be paying more taxes than a person who's making a million dollar a year. Yeah, that's, that's unfair. That is unfair yeah. as far as I'm concerned, Natasha, you know. Yeah, that's and they're saying that, so okay, we are renting it, we have no benefit. You own a house, and when you sell it, you don't pay no capital gain. That's not fair, mm -hmm. okay? So this is a very small probability. Next thing they also want to introduce, which they did in April 9th, 1974, mm -hmm. uh, it is called speculation tax. So speculation tax will work just like because you are in and out, just like how you play stock market. You go in, buy a stock, the more, next morning you sell it. Now, for the time being, the law says that when you invest money in the stock market, mutual funds or, or forex, whatever you do, 
it is all subject to capital gains. And they are saying, hey, real estate investors, you are doing the same thing. You bought a piece of property and you kept it for two, three years, you made all the gains and you are only paying capital gain. Maybe we should look into, instead of turning on to capital gain, we should consider a speculation tax. Yeah, that makes because, sense. I don't like yeah. that. I'm not, I don't like that, but I can see that because, you know, you and I have spoken about this. You've been on my show about five times now. We're talking, right. they're speculating like it's a stock market now with real estate. It's crazy. Yes. doesn't make any sense. Well, the question is the speculators who buy the rental property actually do something good. They create a rental uh, market because they are going to they are creating a rental units because we have a shortage it doesn't matter wherever you go there is a requirement on every city the city will encourage builders developers real estate investors please come down to my town and create a rental unit which are affordable at affordable rates and government of canada is willing to give you a lot of incentive including a lot of forgivable uh, grants for it let me give you a prime prime example for it, and I want listeners to listen to this carefully. Mm-hmm. Or the wealthy becomes extremely wealthy. Yes. It's just like they are a huge magnet. So there is a gentleman named by David Marish in Toronto. He is one of the richest person. He's the son of Ed Marish. Ed Marish was the yeah. have a strong called Honest Ed. Yeah. He is in the business of entertainment. Mm-hmm. He owns a couple of blocks in downtown Toronto in the entertainment district and he also owns a block at Brewer Street at Bathurst Street. So the store has been demolished and they're going to put 11 apartment buildings there, 11 units, 11 buildings. Uh-huh. So since he is going to be building those units, the federal government had made a deal with him, listen why don't you turn them into rental and you will get $230 million for Gibraltar grant. Okay, is he going to do it? Well, of course. Would you do it for $230 million yeah, for probably, free money? Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the buildings have not been built yet. Yeah. And that tenant is already in place. Guess who's that tenant? I, I, City. I, <laughs> City of Toronto want to lease all those uh, oh buildings. Oh, I love that handshake, eh? Handshake. Oh, my God. <laughs> so just imagine that you haven't built a building yet. They're yeah. giving you free money to build it, and you have a tenant for the next 10 years, which guarantees the rent oh. and maintain. That's 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 uh you know that only happens to certain people, right? It doesn't happen to the regular folks like ourselves who are investors. But we don't yes. we don't run in those circles either, you know. But just, just well, we do, we do. Oh, well, don't say that. Okay. We do. Okay, we do. Okay, but to yes. just to just a heads up because we're almost out of time. I I have to um, get in touch with Yarek, our friend yes, out in Calgary. So do you want to just right. do you want to just finish up now? Two minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Another thing. We'll continue uh, next week. Don't worry. We'll continue yeah, no, no, next that's, week. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I think I, I have only one more point to make. Okay. So they're also saying if the investors, we should not allow them to deduct the interest payment on the rental properties. Mm-hmm. It means that uh, you cannot write your expenses. Yeah, that does, that's not fair and that's not, that's, not, that's not how businesses run. I understand that, yeah. but that's a probability because this is also an option they have. <laughs> okay. 
I have mentioned about 15 different options and we do not know that our finance minister, what she's going to come up with it. The pressure is on yeah. and there's all kind of rumors on uh, uh, right now are available and the governor cannot looking at you as an investor. Hey, you are a very rich person. How can we take money, more money out of you? Of course. How we can have a tax grab yeah. and how can we slow you down that you don't make too much money too fast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap up here. Okay. My name is Naftar Chandok. I'm a friend of Maria. I'm so happy that you are tuning in. This is one of the best programs ever in Canada. I'm glad you're a listener. I'm going to recommend all my family and friends do not ever miss this show. Thank if you. Of course not. Chance, <laughs> we have great people you like you. If you to listen to our previous recording, please do so. It is a very high-value, non-profit, non-sale <laughs> educational program. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love having you. You are welcome. We'll continue next week. This drama, sure, right? <laughs> Pleasure, my friend. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye. All Take care, Navtash. All the best. Thank Bye-bye. you. Wow. Wow. How do you like that, everyone? My goodness. Wow. I love it. I mean, I love this show now because I have educated people who have been in the business so much longer than I have. Navtash, I think, over 35 years. Myself, 21 years. But he's been around 35 years. So he's been, he has seen many booms and busts. And I, oh goodness, I am so honored to have him on my show. And just listen in next week. Don't miss out. This, of course, is going to be on my podcast. And, and it's going to be, again, on my radio show. I have four shows a day on uh, two radio stations. It's myradio.rocks.com and Radio Mauritius. And I have it say 7 a.m., 7 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, 12 a.m., 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I have a whole slew of either live shows or broadcasts before that you can relearn everything that's going on in real estate. So now I'm going to get our friend from out west, Calgary, and let me just see if Yarek Buholik is available. Let's see now. He should be available. He's expecting our call. So I'm kind of excited to see what, what uh, Yarek is going to tell us what's going on out west and what he sees happening. Let me see if I, see if I can find him here. There I am. Hi, Yarek. How are you? No, I am always good. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you fine. Happy Easter to you, by the way. <laughs> was, the East, was the Easter bunny good for you? Always. Always, always. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm always born, so. Yeah, well, there you go. Always good. <laughs> always in a good mood. Anyways, listen. Okay, now, did you? I don't know if you heard Navtash tell us about an update, but can you tell us what you're feeling? Like, is there, like, have you been watching what the government is doing to slow this process down, a boomer bust? I I do really apologize. I didn't have a chance to talk uh, and hear your pre- that's presentation okay. well, workshop. That's all right. That's all right. So we'll just continue from our discussion from last week. Maybe if you mm-hmm. just want to touch on what people should be doing as smart investors now, because there's uncertainty coming. Like Navtash was saying, I think it was April the 16th or 18th. I don't remember. Sorry, but he says mm-hmm. that the federal government is going to come down with some measures to kind of put a halt on this crazy real estate market 
market, the overinflation of it. So do, mm-hmm. you, do you have any thoughts about that at all? To be honest with you, I, I do consider Naftash as an authority in that kind of pre-research okay. yes. and all the information, whatever he provides. Okay. So to be honest with you, uh, it's like master and the servant. I would consider myself servant in me that too. aspect. Me too, me too. <laughs> you know what? He has the brains and the knowledge for it. I don't want to know. He just tells me what to do. Okay, then. So let's look at you. Let's get. Let's let's um. Let's look at you and say, okay. So Jarek, tell us what to do about the boom and bust. Uh, you know, to prevent or to protect ourselves. I know. I loved what you said last week. No matter where yeah. where the market goes, up, down, center, sideways, you always can do well if you're a good real estate investor. So do you want to go into that a little bit more then for our listeners? Definitely, definitely. I will be very happy. Uh, to to elaborate more on that aspect, I hope you hear me very well oh, because I, I set it up. Well. I hear you very well. You're perfect. The sound is beautiful. And I I set it up special microphone, so. Whoa! <laughs> I feel very fortunate. Yes, I hear you fine. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. So last time, what we were discussing and what I was uh, elaborating and talking about is uh, making a. Uh, future investors, active investors, wannabe investors, or already active and sophisticated investors to know or to to emphasize more on the aspect that doesn't matter what kind of market there is, as long as you are understanding and uh, you are familiar with creative strategies and utilizing your creativity, your knowledge, your network of people, for and implement multiple strategies in and multiple strategies out, mm-hmm. you have the highest chances of being uh, successful as a, a real estate investor, as a real estate consultant, as a person who is uh, helping people in the dire straight situations, right? It's not always about the money, but mm-hmm. also to utilize your experience. And I would love to have a a possibility to for people, the average people, I'm sorry, like those people which they do not know what the real estate investor is, mm-hmm. to make them understand that they are not stealing the money, they are not taking away the the, the you know hard earned money equity from the houses and they should be considered as a real estate consultants which are much more knowledgeable than an average Joe oh, and respectfully also the real estate agents. I do respect real estate agents. However, I believe that they are very much limited with the regulations and they cannot provide out of the box thinking, right? So of course. Of course, to that's elaborate. not their business. That's not their business. Their business is to buy, no. to, to sell houses, right? That's their business. Yeah, you know, respectfully, there are very, very creative real estate agents, uh, brokers, and definitely it's very important to have uh, within your team, our team, sophisticated real estate agents, mm-hmm. along with the other, you know, professionals like mortgage agents, inspectors, etc. right? So, yes, absolutely. To, to mention... To mention and to to continue our previous conversation is my primary message was consider yourself as a consultant and always think out of the box concerning uh, analyzing the deals structures and do not follow 
as as everybody out doing you know I have taken such course I'm doing this strategy mm -hmm. think out of the box and implement what if hypothetically I want to make sure that the buyer what I'm doing more likely is the buyers, sellers, and money partners is to combine the resources and fulfill their expectations. So what if the buyer requires such and such? What if the seller uh, is willing to negotiate or to do such and such? And what the money partners, if it's needed, what their expectations are? So you should have not hey, only a few sellers, not only a few buyers, not only a few in, investors, but you should build up, consider building number, you know, enough, num enough leads mm -hmm. covering all those uh, aspects of the real estate investing journey to cover and to have a flexibility to match up with other investors, with other home sellers, with other home home buyers, right? And okay. that's what this the lack. I believe it personally. What the quite a lot of even sophisticated investors they have a lack with it's enough leads deals to deal with, yeah, right? To 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 match us up. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Um, especially right. now, especially now with multiple offers coming in, people are throwing money mm -hmm. at houses, and the houses aren't worth that amount of money. So yes, I agree. Yep. Okay, so what's your solution for that then, Yarek? How, what are we supposed to do as real estate investors then? I, please consider is, I am not going to tell what you should do. Mm -hmm. That's not my... It's not my message. Okay. I can I can share with with you and who, whoever is listening. If I were in your shoes, me personally, what would I have done it and how I could uh, implement uh, or work it out? What mm -hmm. should be done, right? Yes. You know, the bust bust will go up, bust will go down. Mm -hmm. uh, I I make sure. One of the, the, the examples of, of previous busts, you know, 2007-ish, right? You remember, you know, people were fighting and, you know, overbidding and, you know, putting $100,000 above the asking price, right? Yes. In Alberta, where I'm living. However, after a few years, they were foreclosing many, many properties because they have speculated. They, they were rel relying on somebody else. Uh, experience expect experience uh, predictions right mm -hmm. and commonly known uh, question which quite a lot of real estate investors are asking is so what do you think what will be the market in two years what do you think what market mm -hmm. will be in five months mm -hmm. what the heck <laughs> if you wanna make money make money now Right? Yeah, for sure. If you need to make money, sure. Or, or if you need yeah. to take out money, or if you need to take yes. out money, right? Sure. Absolutely. D don't you agree, Maria? That, Absolutely. That, Absolutely. That kind, of, that kind of question, respectfully, I love every real estate investor, every person, right? But as a, as a, and based on my age, I can feel comfortable that I can slap her, their hand and tell them, <laughs> never ever ask those kind of questions again. <laughs> 
but they will. They'll keep asking because they're they just be, they're just beginning. They're just beginning, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. and and listen, it's always fun to talk about things, you know, to speculate, but not to speculate with your own money, but to talk mm-hmm. and speculate, and then you can decide which is. Like, like I really believe, you know, uh, economics one on one, right? I believe in business one on one. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. business, like we were saying last week, business is the same whether it's for real estate, whether it's for a retail, profit and loss, profit and loss, right? So you've got to look at all of that. And you know, I think, and I think you'll agree with me, the one thing that people just aren't talking enough about right now is we need to pivot the way we look at business right now. The the the, the word is pivot, P-I-V-O-T. We need to look at it and say, okay, so I'm in trouble right now for whatever reason, my tenants aren't paying or, or whatever it could be pivot you've got to look at what else you can do there's many options you have with real estate yeah it's such a wonderful asset right but people just see buy sell they don't see in between you could refinance actually this is the best time to refinance or put a second mortgage on pull the money out put it in the bank live off of it or buy another house but but don't speculate that thing is i'm so against the speculation so yeah and that's that's what increasing the, the those those you know those bubbles right mm-hmm. you know people are speculating because they're getting emotional that's number one exactly. right speculation, speculation it's uh, your enemy number one it is. in real estate it right is. yeah be familiar what the market is yeah. understand you know ups and downs uh, follow as Mr. Naftach, his mm-hmm. brother from another mother, is doing yeah. all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, he calls me a sister from another mother, too. I never heard that terminology, but I love it. I think it's wonderful. It's a nice way yeah. of putting it, right? The relationship. I love it. Definitely. <laughs> so, understand and follow follow up with, with whatever the economy is, is, what the trends are, and being be familiar right mm-hmm. however you know if for example mr x will tell the market will go up you know make your own judgment mm-hmm. make a decisions consider yeah. this as a extra bonus right That's if that sure. will be happening but what if should be also included right yes. and very importantly is uh, and i believe that i mentioned and i've been mentioning on a regular basis what what is considered as who what kind of person is considered as a real estate investor mm-hmm. is it a person who uh, buys the property through the realtor then put their own mortgage and then putting the the renter in it and then prays and hopes that the market will always appreciate right and then refinances and then buy another property mm-hmm. etc yeah. Is that the the real really a real estate investor, or is that person who has extra job and then considering real estate investing as a hobby? That's the question which I'm not going to answer. Mm-hmm. However, I would like to trigger kind of uh, in subconscious mind feeling that and you know curiosity. What exactly means to be a successful or uh, helpful or good real estate investor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and quite a lot of perception. It's it's very very simple, you know. Buy, renovate, rent, sell. Yes. Then that's it. That's ninety ninety five percent people which are thinking about jumping then into the real estate investing. What if, 
what if real estate investing is a full-blown consulting business where you generate enough number of the leads, as I mentioned before, where you can match up buyers, sellers, and money partners, and you can utilize not only buy, rent, I will be kind of and pray that market will always go up. <laughs> yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. <laughs> why not why not to implement, you know, and learn and educate yourself on the aspect of creative strategies, right? Yes. Uh, you know, there's so many of them, you know. Partial ownerships, mm -hmm. implementing the grants, uh, agreement for sales, uh, rent to own, whatever you imagine, whatever your your you know creativity will allow and understanding. If you're thinking that can be done, you just ask the lawyer. This is what I what I want to do. What do you think can happen? And more likely, the lawyer will say from the legal perspective that may happen. Right, and that's what I believe. It everybody should look and believe it in doing such. I like that. That's a really good way of looking at it. It's very simple, right? You've made it very simple. Very simple. Yeah, very because yeah. it is very simple, really, right? It's yeah. a it's a wonderful business. Like like um, forgot his name. Don Campbell used to say, "It's a very keep your business boring. Go out and have fun if you want to get excitement. But your real estate should be boring. You should be just do the same thing over and over and over again. If it's if it is successful, not if it's not successful, you know. And the other thing, what I tell the landlords when they're when they're relying on being able to increase the rent by 1.8% or 2 point. That's so foolish. First of all, mm -hmm. ask enough money from the people that are moving in that you don't ever have to raise the rent if you don't want to because you've already asked more than, than, more than the market rent. So you don't have to play this foolish game trying to get permission from the government should I raise the rent. It's ridiculous, right? I, yeah. I don't ask to raise the rent. I, I don't ask because I don't raise the rent. I ask for a good amount of money at the very beginning because I know they're probably going to stay maybe four years, five years or whatever. But I know that's going to carry my mortgage even at that rate instead of saying I'm, I'm going to ask for less money because I'm, I'm desperate to get a tenant. No, it's the other way around. You're providing mm -hmm. housing and they have to live up to which expectations that you expect from someone who will live in your house, keep it well, not destroy it, and pay the rent on time, right? It's a very simple thing. So it's the same thing as you finding the right property, Yarick, as getting the right person to go in there. We're both on the same page, you know? Yeah, and creativity is not always associated with, with, with you know, home sellers, home buyers, and, and money partners, mm -hmm. right? There's That's a cre creativity. It's... I'm getting in, um, involved in some projects where, you know, you can have a hospitality business, right? Not the hotels, but, you yeah. know, kind of those cubes, mm -hmm. right? When you rent it out uh, one night and then you, you jump it in into the bed and then you are, your, your, you know, your place is so small that only covers the bed, right? <laughs> and you wash it. But that's something something which is very popular, getting popular, mm -hmm. especially in Japan and yes. other locations. Yeah, right? Sure. There are people, people which are utilizing, uh, creatively structuring the deals from the you know, commercial uh, infrastructure because you know Amazon and those huge huge corporations taking over, and small businesses fading out. Right. Yes. So yeah. what you can do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I know some some of the people they 
creating the kitchens, special yes, kitchen and del yes. delivery, right? I heard people, right, utilizing different, you know, renting out the office spaces, right? Yes. Yes, and, and Navtaj, so, Navtaj brought that up last time, actually. He said oh, there, okay. was, there was a chef in Toronto that mm -hmm. opened up a kitchen. It was huge. I don't know how many square feet. And he had many chefs there with, from many businesses that were renting space. And so what they did is they cooked everything there. You just needed one person or two maximum, right? Because you be, and mm -hmm. you got everything ready, and the people would come and pick it up, or you would send it out, and and they would have to pay for it. Which is a fabulous idea because when you think about the overhead of some of these buildings, it's ridiculous. The overhead, like how much you're yeah. working, just like like it's like it's the same thing as you're working for your mortgage. My father, we said to me because he was an investor, um, Yarek, he said the house has to work for you. You don't work for the house. You have to make sure it brings enough money. You don't have to put your own money in there. It has to give you money. So for any business now, whether it's a restaurant, or whatever, that business should be paying you more than you put in there. It has to. It doesn't make any sense then if you're working on such a small profit margin. Then you're not, it's not a business. For me, it's not a viable business. <laughs> for me, it's not a viable business. It's not worth the time. It's not worth the time, yeah. right? And effort and sacrifice. Yeah. I can relate to, to your message, strictly <laughs> saying there are people which, oh, poor, you know, like I could tell them, you know, shut up and never think that way, but um, I'm trying to be as polite even <laughs> while being polished. Okay. They, they do rent properties, right? They yeah. pay, you know, principal and everything, and they calculate even if they have a negative cash flow of, you know, $300 per month, $400 for the rental property, but they calculating that within 15 years they will have a positive cash flow oh, and that's why yeah. they invest. What oh, the? my goodness. And you know, I had, I had actually um, someone call me up and say, look, I'd like to buy a house, but it's, I'm going to have to put money into it. It's going to be negative cash flow. I said, don't buy it then. That's not mm -hmm. the way to buy real estate. You don't put money in it because, especially when you're new at the game, right? Especially if you're just mm -hmm. starting out as as um, a real estate investor, never, never put your own money into it if there's a negative cash flow. It has to be positive. One way or another, you have to make it positive. Otherwise, don't even get into it. Like, you, like you're like me. Three or four ways of getting into, three or four ways of making money while you're into it, and three or four ways of getting out of the, you know, selling or whatever what else you want to do, right? So, yes. yeah. No, 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 no. People are forgetting, you know, economics 101, <laughs> business 101, profit Speculation. and loss. Specu that's it. That's why. Speculation, yeah. Speculation. Yeah. Unfortunately, speculation and then paralysis analysis, they will never take any action and yes. they waste everybody else's time asking right. so, so many questions and they will never, ever uh, step out from the comfort zone, but that's the society at this moment, and yes, that's that's sometimes right. sometimes it's good for us because we can scoop those deals yeah, from them. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but there's not many to scoop in Ontario. I'm waiting for the yeah. market to bottom out here. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting. I'm not. I'm not going to put my money down. Actually, um, um, a real estate agent sent me a listing, beautiful listing, but it was like mm -hmm. eight hundred thousand. <laughs> 
she says, can you tell me, you know, send back your idea? I said, it's too expensive. Can you get it for lower? That's what I say, because I'm not going to pay the prices they're asking. It had so little land, so little land. Mm -hmm. Come on, if I'm going to pay a lot of money, I want big property with lots of land, not a little pimpadoofka, right? <laughs> you know Definitely. that. You know what the word pimpadoofka means, right? <laughs> uh, no? Oh, okay. Well, no. It's a Polish word. <laughs> It's okay. Oh. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. You never heard it. That's okay. My father used to say that all the time. And my other point. Can you repeat? Pimpadufka. Pimpadufka? No? Uh, okay. I'll, uh, you have to look it up. I'm okay? Polish born. <laughs> I know. But maybe you'd, this is another generation, I think, right? Because. Yeah, sure. yeah but I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more when we're off. I'll tell you what it means, okay? I won't tell you right now. But it's not a swear word or anything. It just, you know. Got it. Yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> so, to be honest with you, Maria, if you, if you're having challenges with finding the, the home sellers, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. One of the, the things which can ha benefit any investor is to create an infrastructure of generating enough leads, right? Yeah. People, people which are taking courses, they are told, okay, go put post ads on Kijiji. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work yeah. anymore. Yeah. I they know. tell you to contact the realtors. Yes. I'm sorry, but doesn't work that anymore. Mm -hmm. You are on the mercy on the on the things which you couldn't, you know, have a control, and you cannot uh, create stable, reliable business by relying on somebody else's work. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if I were you, you know, situations, whatever is happening at this moment, that I definitely I would create good good marketing strategy for home buyers home sellers mm -hmm. right yeah. and i will try to match it up even even right even if for example we are not competing with the realtors mm -hmm. okay that's very important right sure. but even if we have in the home sellers right if they are qualified or their requirements or whatever they do, the property is you know, possible to utilize even the realtor, right, to put mm -hmm. on MLS. Mm -hmm. We can refer to the, you know, and on, you know, use the realtor, or we can do different creative way to, to list it on the, on the realtor website, right? Mm -hmm. yes. So that's what the mindset of every investor should be is, Every lead should be converted to the kind of money. You know, our problem as a real estate investors is the the turnaround from the creating the lead, right? Mm -hmm. You know, poten finding potential buyer to closing that lead sometimes takes months, yes. sometimes takes years, mm -hmm. right? For sure. And the challenge challenge which every investor is facing is do I have enough budget for to market and create, for example, hypothetically, let's say 100 leads per month mm -hmm. or 200 or 1,000 leads per month? Goodness. How much time, how much money I have to spend mm -hmm. in order to do such, in order to have uh, to close at, at least one from the 100, at least one lead, right? Mm -hmm. To close one deal or two deals, right? Yes. And how I can recoup that? So we have to utilize creative way to regenerate the and put it money back into the system to to market it back mm -hmm. and that 
what nobody, no, not many investors are doing in current market, doesn't matter in Canada or US or even in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're relying on, I'm sorry, on the realtors, on the Kijiji ads, and yes. that is the biggest mistake they, sh they ever, they are doing, right? So that's what I was suggesting to utilize. Focus on creating as many leads possible, having a system in place to to not miss any potential leads deals. Mm -hmm. If you want to refer, you charge them for, for example, to refer to the realtor hypothetically, or put on MLS, or if they want to put for the sale by owner, create yes. them, offer them the package for sale by owner. Listen, we will create you, you know, for $800 or $500 or $1,000 a package with the pro professional pictures and everything, and then we will list it for the for sale by owner right yes and that can be recycled and put it back into the marketing i would like to whoever is listening at this moment think big period don't follow as everybody else are doing like people are taking courses and they follow to the to the every paragraph how how that is done mm -hmm. right yes but if the people are teaching do they want to really really teach everything all the secrets no no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. No, of course not. But you know what? Okay. A lot of people that teach these courses, and I'm not saying in Canada, but in the United States, they're not even real estate investors. They're just salespeople. You know, they're yes. just, yeah, they're not even real estate investors. If you ask them questions, they're making up stories. All of them are, we're broke. All of them were homeless. Like, excuse me, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to listen to somebody teach me business who's been homeless. I want someone who's I used to be. We, really? I was never. Oh, my God. No. Maria, listen, I used to make millions and I used to be under the bridge. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm glad. I never went that route. I always worked. <laughs> I yeah. always worked. Wow. God bless my you. Lovely lady, my lovely lady, she's an engineer. Uh -huh. So her path is always increase, 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 increase. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My life was ups and downs, taking the risks okay. and then... And if you have enough knowledge and experience, right, how much, if, even if you have a zero dollars, mm -hmm. right, hypothetical situation, if you have even, <coughs> sorry, that's not, that is not the COVID, okay? No, I know, I can't catch it anyways. You're, you're spitting into your own microphone, not mine. <laughs> I, uh, and you know and, what? Anyway, you know what? I yeah. have is our time is almost up. So just just tell me a little bit more. If if we get cut off, don't feel bad, okay? Because uh, I have an hour. But go ahead. They will cut us off. When they have to cut us off, they'll cut us off. Go ahead. Tell me your story. This is interesting. Yeah. Simply saying is, as I mentioned, my lovely lady, she's always, you know, the curve going up, and that's the primary goal, and that's the comfort zone. In my situation, I used to make quite a lot of money, and I used to be really really broke however if you have enough experience knowledge life experience right oh, yeah. and you know you don't have to rely on somebody else decision and you can jump it in back into the the the, the, the vehicle of, of, of doing whatever you do it without even within zero dollars right mm -hmm. as long as you you will utilize your experience and knowledge and you will not you will know what not to do anymore 
Right. Of course, of course. But you know what? Sure. I mean, it, it's the people that have bounced back because you came, you came, you know, like, I mean, all of us start with zero, right? And then we go mm-hmm. up to a point. But at least you're, you were able to bounce back. You were able to bounce back because you had all that knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I emigrated. I jumped jump off from the boat, of right, course. when you I started, was younger. Yeah, of course. You no English, no, no French, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> I can make it. We can make it. Everybody can. Of course you can. My parents came um, after the war with no, my father said he had 25 cents in his pocket and they shipped him out to Winnipeg. You know, they had, Mm -hmm. had, after the war, my mother was a war bride. Um, My mother was Italian, my father's Polish and he was, he was in Anders army. So he came Mm -hmm. all, you know, he went. Anders. Yeah, he was, he came through um, Monte Cassino. They were, he was the group that broke down. Yeah, he broke through. And so they went to, England after that and they were waiting to immigrate either to Canada Australia or wherever else they were sending them and they came to Canada because their his mother was here and other family members were here and they shipped them yeah. out he went on by the boat shipped them out to Winnipeg and they were working on a farm you know and then when they were working and had jobs they would give him maybe a couple pennies while the Canadian made 25 cents so I mean they started from the bottom up but they did it right they did it I mean they they lost everything with the war let's face it my father lost everything in Poland he was shipped up to Siberia for three years you know in a concentration camp so I mean like you know like if if he could make it we're it we're on easy street here in Canada we really are compared to what they went through the war I don't think I could make it yeah, quite frankly. Everybody yeah. can. If you if you have no choice, everybody can do it. That's it, so. right. That's right. Oh, what a wonderful story. My goodness. I, <laughs> I sh- I'm sorry. I didn't want to offend you or anything. But when these no, people no, are trying no. to sell these sto- these uh, things, and I'm talking about salespeople. I'm not talking professionals like yourself. But salespeople, right? That's all they do with sales. doesn't matter. They, mm-hmm. they sell you a shoe. Like this snake oil salesman. You know, like the Americans always have these snake oil salesmen. You know, I'll make you a millionaire with your first house. Well, please. You know, it takes a little bit more than that. But at least, we, you know, good investors can laugh and stuff like that but you know there's so many people that are so gullible they you know they really believe this yeah they really believe definitely this is emotional sales and that's the strategy which is always very commonly known right and it's utilizing on the on the which is very good from our perspective for for the negotiating the deals right being aware and familiar being familiar with the with you know uh, tricks of yeah. the trade to yeah. be honest with you from the sales perspective which is very important mm-hmm. right yeah you have to be a good marketer you have to be a good salesperson you have to very be very good negotiator and, and out of the box thinking guy right mm-hmm. so yeah yeah now now you're talking about a system do you have a system that you sell like is that what you offer? Uh, what what we are doing as I used to I used to teach and participate in and organize a lot of events uh, you know for the community mm-hmm. and everything Right, and we I believe it we mentioned that before, and what we are doing is uh, I have been developing on my own, which is the primary my own business mm-hmm. by utilizing the cre- creativity of real estate investing on top of whatever I am very familiar with is which is information technology services mm-hmm. right that's that's my you know tool kind of primary knowledge basis right I I am very familiar with two of them and you have to be on top of either or Mm -hmm. so what we are doing is we are implementing full-blown entire infrastructure for every investor which we are choosing to work with Mm -hmm. okay Okay. 
So we are dedicating one or two investors per major location, and we are giving them an entire infrastructure for the home sellers, home buyers, and money partners. Wow. We are not as much charging them upfront, mm -hmm. but they have to have enough respectfully balls and mm -hmm. dedication in the world <laughs> to art, right? Okay, yes. <laughs> we are covering their educational resources. We tell them how that can be done. We are analyzing with them. So they are boots in the grounds. They build in their own business, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. However, we are showing the profits at the end, oh, right? That makes sense. So, sure, that makes sense. That's that's really that's so, a really good way of doing it, actually. So I am not promising that you know you pay me hundred thousand dollars and I guarantee you will close to one deal or two deals within a year, yeah. right? Yeah. What I'm offering is, as long as you will be taking an action, you will not lose as much money, but you have to contribute and you have to balance, right? Because Maria, there is always mutual understanding there has to be a balance in the business relationship Absolutely. so you, you have to cover or yeah. provide the knowledge yeah right yeah you time yeah that's right or money yeah right? oh, yeah those are the three things right and a three lot things, of investors yeah. don't understand it's either money knowledge and, and time i mean that's what you right. have in real estate yeah for sure yeah so sure. if you have a time you sell your time to gather the knowledge mm -hmm. and to get money that's if you right. have a knowledge right you, you sell your knowledge for the somebody else time and you're getting paid for it mm -hmm. right exactly. if you have a money you yeah. pay for the knowledge and you pay for somebody else time exactly. and that has to be balanced right if there's no balance in such how you can be successful somebody is using you or utilizing your mm -hmm. you know yeah. abusing you right so exactly. i want to create win-win situation that's what we are doing fantastic and fantastic just to give you an idea we for example how much time takes for for home seller for example to provide all the information so you have to call them multiple times and average three four times to get all the information right that's or right. home seller that's right or home buyer we have found the system that within seven and a half minutes, oh my. they can provide all the information, and if not, right, they get reminders to provide that, such information, and we categorize them based on the prospect A, B, C, D, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then A, right away we talk to them, B, we, we inquire more information, C, you are getting into the mailing list and you know follow up sequence and everything mm -hmm. and we offer additional services so we our goal is to automate everything whatever is possible and minimize the effort of the investor right okay I love that. I love that. if you have for example a home buyer who who didn't qualify it two years ago but now he changed the the, the income he created enough down payment mm -hmm. He goes to to the to the special location, updates information, and bing, bada boom, right? So we don't have to pay all the time to get the same person all the time. Mm -hmm. So utilizing the marketing effectiveness, utilizing the leads generation, and appreciating that they are within our database. That's the primary key. Yes, yeah, so we have that solution and we are working constantly on it, wow. improving. Fantastic. Right? So. Yeah, you're really good with uh, with all the programs and the computer skills. I remember that. I mean, that's what I tip my hat off to yours. But I'm trying to get in touch with you to talk to you about that. And and uh, cool. do you have to check on okay. Facebook? I've sent you messages. I'm just going to call uh, you up on I'm Facebook. 
Are you on Facebook normally? I, I could be honest with you. Yeah. You don't go on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is waste of the time. Okay. Facebook is waste of the time from the perspective. I'm still traditional, con you know, conservative guy. I don't like what Facebook is doing from personal perspective. Okay. Okay. However, yeah. we okay. are doing a lot of marketing on the, that. Okay. But definitely, you reach out anytime. I will be. Doesn't matter which media you use. Okay. Please reach out, and I will be very happy to to answer. Okay, so if, 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 you know, if you don't like to talk on Facebook Messenger, which I understand, I use that, I really use that a lot, just send me your phone number, I can reach you, and I'll call you sometime this week, okay? Is that a deal? Sure, <laughs> sure, okay. sure. Facebook Messenger also, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you access different profile, right? So. Maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe you've got so many, my God, just like me, although I just have one with my name, but everything else are my, my associations. But listen, I'd love to have you come back next week, if you don't mind, continue this discussion uh, because people yeah. have to hear what you have to say you've had you have so much information to offer and you have such a wonderful uh, running. so I want to thank you very much for being my guest you're most welcome Maria and a very important message is because of people like yourself we can share a good good message and people have to just take an action and thank you for inviting me that's my privilege and I'm so thankful for it Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Have a wonderful week. I'll get in touch with you sometime, Always. okay? Take care. Ciao. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, that was wonderful. My goodness. How do you like that, everyone? What a wonderful, wonderful speaker. I had two great powerhouses, Canadian powerhouses, and I'm really happy to know them myself. I've known them for many, many years. I've admired both of them for many, many years, and it's my pleasure to have them on Monday that we can discuss things. Please send me your questions. You can send it to me on Facebook. You can send it to, to my email address, which is realwealth at live.ca. Um, also, you can send me a message, like if you were to call me this evening, I could have taken your messages and I could have uh, we, I could have asked them and they would have answered if we had any questions so next next week remember you can call me at 437 600 6860 please by all means be my guest ask questions we're here to help you to become better real estate investors and this is Maria recruit signing off and I will be back live again on Friday with chicks two chicks chat about real estate so please uh, hear me on uh, uh, Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight it's Monday every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time I'll probably be starting another live show when I get the right speakers in but in the meantime everyone have a wonderful week take care bye bye now